salutations, 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 and more salutations. Welcome to another installment of your favorite show, The Dale Ryan Report. I am Ryan Humor. And, and I'm and I'm about Dell time. Man, what's on the chopping board today? What we cooking up, good brother? What, what's man, going on this week? Man, you know, uh, we cook some good stuff for him. We cook some real good stuff. Uh, we got to get into, we're going to get into a small, re- a small, tiny, itty bitty recap of the 49ers devastation and what's next. Just a small, just a small little recap. Nothing too, nothing too immersive. We already done lived through it the whole week. So we're not going to do too much on it. We're going to talk about it. And then we're going we gonna to get into, um, one of the popular K's that tends to appear on our show, man. One of the popular K's, not the clan, not Kanye, but the infamous uh, Kyrie Irving. We're going to talk about something that popped off with him recently. Uh, we're going to talk about Miami-Dade County celebrating Black history in an interesting way. And we're going to talk about um, the new wave of having one boob. Mm. One boob. That's a new wave, man. But first, I want to talk about, I want to apologize. I want to apologize to all the smokers. Not you, mm. Dale. But all the other smokers, oh, you don't deserve no apology. I don't apologize to all the smokers because I had a show yesterday. I had a show at a dispensary, smoking joke. Shout out to everybody that pulled up and they giving up the free weed and shit. And we all just chilling, everybody just libating or whatnot and what have you. And I always wondered this, something that I've always wondered. I wondered this inside of Instagram comments and I wondered this when I'd be around smokers. I'd be wondering why y'all people, why you people always got to be like, I'm high as fuck right now. Hey, I'm, I'm always like, why do y'all always got to flex and let niggas know you? I be seeing the Instagram comments like, who else high AF right now? Why do y'all got to tell niggas that y'all so high? Listen, yesterday, <laughs> after after taking a whole J to the face, I said, wow. I said damn, I'm hella high. 84, <laughs> 84 times yesterday. 84 times. 84 times. Set was supposed to be seven minutes. Mess around and did nine minutes. It was really good time, man. It was really good time. So now, for now on, when I see when I see y'all write that or y'all just say it randomly, now I understand. Yeah. Show was over at like nine. Show was over at like nine, nine thirty, ten o'clock. I get home. I'm still damn high as fuck right now. It was another girl. It was this girl there. Everybody else smoked. Me and this other girl, Sharice. Shout out Sharice. She don't smoke that much either. We in a little group chat after our show this morning. She's like, yo, I'm still high. I'm like, me too. When does this end? When I'll be still high right now, I don't know. But hey, man, I I oh, I never said this out that's, loud in my life. That's that I never, good but it's, one of, it's one of those things you just be thinking like, why do I always think? Why do I always gotta say that? But now, now you got full understanding. You got full. Now context. I got full understanding, which people probably think that with me. Like if I have a good work, I'm like, damn man, I'm hella sore. And niggas that ain't never been sore probably be like, why are they always gonna say when they sore? You know, so, right? Man, shout out to the shout out to the 420 community, man. I apologize for my for my quiet judgment of y'all. All this time, I completely understand now. I completely understand. Yeah, man, and that, that just means you were smoking that good shit, bro. If you had to keep reminding yourself you were still high, it's like if you drinking some good whiskey, you probably be like, "Oh, that was some good shit, man." I ain't even gonna lie. You probably, you know, how some people keep talking about it like they've never. It's like when you first got induced to what's your favorite drink? Uh, probably uh, black label scotch. Okay, yeah, black label. Yeah, yeah. Scotch. okay. Scotch, yeah. All right. So when you got introduced to that, it's like. You know, you were excited about it. You got to remind yourself just when you high, all of that shit is in the moment. And so shit is going already is going amazingly slow. So now you got to remind everybody that you high. Bro, this is some good shit, bro. I'm hot than a motherfucker. I ain't even going, bro, bro. I'm cloud nine right now, bro. I'm high. 
And sometimes it's just because some shit that be going through your mind anyway. Because you will see some shit that happen and you be like, damn, I know I'm high. Like, it, and it, it's like, you know what I'm saying? So I know yeah. exactly, I know exactly what you mean. And that's funny as fuck. Yeah, man. And to, actually, to your point, it's interesting that you brought up the, the McAllen story because, like, when I, when, before I started drinking scotch, I used to drink Remy mm -hmm. or whatnot. I used to drink Remy. I used to drink Remy because it was cool. And just because it, to me, to me, it tastes better. To me, like, Remy and cognac taste better than Hennessy, like for me right. at the time, right? But then one of my boys, he used to drink McAllen, one of my homies from AT&T, and we would go to uh, P.F. Chang's, not P.F. Chang's, is that called, what's it called, P.F. Chang's? P.F. Chang's, you're right. The cheap, expensive, uh, the expensive Chinese restaurant that sell expensive food? Yeah, P. that's P.F. Chang's, yeah. Crab wontons. Yeah, this nigga's basically worse than Panda Express without a restaurant. <laughs> but... Yeah, he would always drink McAllen and be McAllen 12, man. McAllen 12, you gotta you gotta rock with this McAllen. I'm like, oh, I'll right. try, I'll give it a try. My like, man, this is hella goodness since then I've been drinking scotch. But honestly, mm -hmm. I've never heard anyone that drinks Hennessy ever be like, this shit hella good. Right. You heard you heard me stand up, you heard me stand on this soapbox before, Dale. Nobody really likes Hennessy. Niggas just drink it because niggas drink it. It's a whole yeah. different, that's a whole different pod. If just got to be like, I'm off that Hennessy. I'm off that Hennessy. That's it. Just to be like the Hennessy, you know, just to be like, it was the Hennessy that did that. It was the Hennessy. Nobody really likes it. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just because it's it's like having an iPhone. It's like motherfuckers be like, I got an iPhone. Never FaceTime a nigga, but just nigga got an iPhone. Like, nigga, I got that iPhone though, nigga. iPhone 14, 17, 18. I'll be having, don't know how to use that bitch. Don't know that's what niggas, and that's what niggas with Hennessy be. Because they don't know how to drink the shit anyway. Half these niggas don't even know how to drink Hennessy. They just doing it with anything. I put Henny in the rock store. I put Henny in the, I put Henny in my <laughs> tomato juice. I put Henny, I put Henny, Henny on everything, nigga. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, Henny on gonna, my pancakes. If you're going to put, if you're going to put a rock star in Henny, you could just get the bottom shelf black velvet whiskey, and it's not right. that, but it tastes way better. Anyway, shout out to all the smokers. Uh, shout out to my homie Julian Lacrosse who put that show together. It was a good ass mm -hmm. time. Shout out Oakland and uh, Blunts and More, man. They got a really good establishment. They said they've been open since 2018. Uh, black owned dispensary, which ain't really uh, easily to come across as Dell has told me before. So, yeah, man. Shout out to them. Man, I'll, I'll apply for them niggas. They didn't hire me, so you know I'm hating. <laughs> When the first niggas first opened in 2018, I went down there, big ass interview with the Blunts and More. It was hella niggas in there. All the weed niggas was in there. It was the community. We was all in there. The four, the whole four two, the whole four twenty community was in that bitch trying to get a job in Oakland. So we in there. What's up, nigga? I know you. Yeah, nigga. You know they gonna. I'm getting up here. You know, what I'm saying? Nigga, best job ever. So all niggas were talking about. Nigga couldn't get the job. These niggas had us in there acting and doing all type of shit trying to get the job. Didn't hire a nigga. And I knew my qualifications was good. So I don't know if I had enough face tattoos. You didn't have dreads yet. I didn't, didn't have, have dreads. That's what yet. I'm saying if I had the dreads, it would have been all good. It's also uh, it also probably it also probably be this thing, right? They do this thing with places. They do this thing with places when you open somewhere local. When you open somewhere local that everybody want to work at, they don't really hire locals there. Yeah, they did that. Right they did that, that with In and Out in uh, Manteca. I remember when In and Out popped off. All my fans I remember that. Was like I'm about to apply. And in and out, they make hella bread. Like the Manteca getting in and out. I'm out to train. I'm out to quit McDonald's tomorrow and go in there, bro. In and out brought everybody to work there from Riverbank. <laughs> like they're not about to hire none of you niggas in there to get none out. of us free animal juice, free animal fries. I'm not doing that, man. Yeah, yeah, I remember in and out. I remember when in and out. That was a big deal to have that in and out uniform, nigga. You come through with an all white thing on. Oh, nigga. Oh, oh, you think you big time shit now, huh? Oh, you you, you ain't doing regular fast food, huh? You ain't one of them with the McDonald's niggas. I don't run with them. I got a hat. 
nigga. Real hat, nigga. Sailor's that hat. A, that was a big deal job, bro. That and then, I got an apron. And then and then Chick-fil-A came out and closed on Sundays and changed the fast food game. Changed like, the whole industry. You, either like you work now, you work at Chick-fil-A or just everything is Jack in the Box. Chick-fil-A right. is the whole, they the creme de la creme, man. Mm-hmm. Let me get into some sad, some sad California <laughs> stuff, B. Some I was trying to, stuff. I was trying to deter him as much as I could for y'all. <laughs> we're not, I'm not, we're not gonna spend too much time on it, man. The good news is this: I'm gonna be on, I'm gonna be on some, uh, I'm be on some about Dale time, moral victory shit. I got on his ah. neck. I got, on, I got on his neck. I got on his neck last. You hear him, y'all? Last go week ahead about this, but I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna offer a moral victory from a different type of standpoint. You know what I mean, like. About Del Time is going to tell y'all we fought the good fight and it's okay because we had a third string quarterback in there. So, you know, we got as far as we could. It's all good. I respect it at this point because that's what happened. I just didn't want to ride with it. My moral victory standpoint is this, man. For the first time ever in the history of the NFL, uh, man, we got two people from the culture playing against each other, man. And I don't have a, I don't have a, a divested interest in either one of these brothers because the, it's just it's going to be greatness either way around. If Mahomes win again, he's going to be closer to being the next Brady. And if the Eagles win, if the Eagles win, then basically Jalen Hurts is doing this for Michael Vick and for Donovan McNabb. That couldn't do it. So I mean, shout out to either one of them. I'm not tripping, but for us though, for us, Dale, this is where this is where I got sad about it. This is where I got sad. As you Talk know, Dale, me. as you know, Dale, I'm not someone that's like, oh, well, just Super Bowl by any means. I'm not a Raider fan, I'm not a Cowboy fan. They want to go and they okay with just showing up and losing. You know, I'm traumatized, Dale. I'm traumatized. I've seen us lose two Super Bowls as an adult. Right. As an adult. So me, if we're not ready, then we ain't ready. If we lose, I'm like, all right, good. We got Brock Purdy. He's gonna just get better over the summer. Dell, yeah. then I found out. Dell, then I found out. Dell, then I found out, bruh, it's hurt. His, For real. He's hurt, bro. He's hurt. Like he can't even throw the ball until September. Exactly. Jimmy Garoppolo is a free agent in the summer. Some people believe in Trey. I don't believe in Trey. So Dell, as uh. of right now, as of right now, bro. We ain't got no MF at quarterback, G. We got we got John. Who who what who you talking about? John Johnson. No, but he concussed, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, damn, he going through. I mean, damn, but no, you're right. He done too. I I I was kind of thinking that was stage. I thought he was just doing so bad. They was like, bro, we got we just gonna take you out, bro. No. We gonna damn near run with McCaffrey at this point, bro, because my man kept delaying the game. My man was on a consistent delay of game. And a shout out to him because he's from the town. He really from the town. Shouts out to my man. He's from the town. You know what I'm saying? He he went in there and tried to do his representation. I ain't got no hate on him. I'm just saying you wasn't ready for that because that's a loud crowd. Philly is a loud crowd. You know what I'm saying? Philly is one of those uh, arenas that you definitely you need to go in there with your with your with your right head on. And I think that there was a lot of miscommunication uh, between what Shanahan was trying to tell him and what he was able to hear. Yeah. And I think that he didn't have the proper hell gear to be trying to do all of that. So that really fucked him up trying to get in there. Cause it was a lot of times he was going to the sideline. Like, I, I can't hear you, bro. Right. So I'm not mad at him, but you're right. We're at this point when I saw the injury with Brock, this is what it was getting to me. Cause the play, they tried to go right into the play before they called it a fumble. Yeah. And uh, so right when they tried to do that, right. I was like, damn, when he did that shit, I thought about how a motherfucker might fall on the ankle in hoop. And how it would look if it if, even if the motherfucker went the way that his wrist went when it yeah. got hit. So I was like, oh, he hurt. I was like, I don't know how he gonna throw the ball. Immediately, that was my immediate instinct. Cause I was like, damn, I don't know how he gonna throw the ball. And then when they called it and I saw him, I was like, fuck, he done. Yep. You feel me? Cause that's immediately what I thought. I already knew 
it wasn't nothing even could do. I was, I was, I was very happy with, and I mean this in a good way because it shows a lot of it shows a lot of testament from this young man to go in even to try to run those plays at the at the end to even be like even attempt to throw some shit even try to try, even try to stir up some kind of like confidence to get back out there on the field knowing that your team is down by this but as much of a deficit yeah. in the way that the in the way that the way that Philly came through and played man their defense was impeccable bro they 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 really they really attacked I mean we didn't do no better by all of the penalties that we caused but still I mean they did they think and as you stated I'm very happy to see Pat Mahomes go against Jalen Hurts. I think this is going to be a very unique Super Bowl. I think this could be, if it doesn't happen to be your favorite team, why not watch an exciting-ass Super Bowl that's going to be able to go down because between two great-ass offense um, of quarterbacks going against a really good defense within Philly. Yeah, you can't really, like, you can't really lose either way. I mean, the way I see it, um, just to just to be petty, like, I remember – when I went to go see the Niners play the Chiefs in Reno at the Super Bowl party thing, and it was a table of Raider fans like rooting against us to lose. And I was like, y'all really rooting for the Chiefs to beat us? He was like, yeah, we don't like you that much. We don't like yeah. you that much. We'd rather see our rival, we'd rather see our division rival like win a championship before seeing y'all win. And I was like, all right, that's cool. So I think now I'm probably partially rooting for Pat Mahomes because I just <laughs> want, I want the Chiefs to just, I want the Chiefs I want the Raiders to just hear like defending champions the two times they got to play them next year. And right. that's where I'm at. But either way, either way, man, it don't matter. Whoever's going to win, I'm not tripping. All I know is that we ain't got no quarterback. Um, once Josh Johnson got hurt, I was like, I was like, oh, man. And then they put Purdy back in. I was like, we're not going to have a running back play quarterback. That must just be that bad of an idea. Like he right. they was like, and then, and then here's the thing, man, at the end of the day, McCaffrey didn't want no parts of that. I'm gonna he tell you that right now. No, you're not about to destroy my career right now. What is y'all fucking up my stats, bro? I'm not about to do that. For this game. Like, bro, I ain't even got the right helmet, bro. Come on, bro. This shit don't even sound right. You know what's what's so wild about what's so wild about the whole thing, bro? Is like after after he got hurt, after he got hurt in a way, in a way, like it was like the Demar Hamlin thing. Not 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 the injury. But the people, because everyone when Demar Hamlin got hurt and is just laying there, everybody's like, "Bro, we not fitting to play this game, right?" Like everybody yeah. got to go home, and everybody went home. When Brock Purdy got hurt, like here's That's, the thing, Dale. I know contrary, exactly what you mean. Contrary to contrary to other Niner fans' belief, we ain't supposed to be there. We got right. we got Mister Irrelevant balling, and we got and we just got McCaffrey a, a several weeks ago. We're we're on a we're on a fairy tale run. We ain't that's supposed why, to be there. And that's the why Eagles, I said the Eagles, the Eagles got the best defense in the world, right? So you telling me we already got lucky enough by having Mr. Irrelevant be a baller. You're not gonna get lucky twice. So once he got hurt, everybody, even the Eagles fans, is like, come on, cuz I know, I know, I know it was a good time to be like there and have a party and shit. But it's like this, I'll tell you too, like this. Me, me, you and B we went to the commanders game, right? And we won the game, right? But if you look at the score, the score don't reflect how the game was because the game was right. slow, right? So it's like even though your team wins, dogging people just ain't really that fun, bro. You know. So, but I get it. But I respect them because if it was us, I'd be in there like this. At the same time, they like, bro, it's a Sunday and it's nine o'clock in Philadelphia. Can we go home? But we we all gotta just everybody. We all suffering through it. Like, ah, damn. Even the announcers is like, even the announcers is like, like I don't know. I mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> I work. I work with a. I work with a. Uh, shout out. Shout out Beth with the bangs uh, from work. I work with Beth, right? She OG from Philly, and she mm. even told me she's like Ryan. I just I. I'm sorry for y'all, but I just I really didn't even want to watch it anymore. I didn't right. even want to see it. It and wasn't she, even exciting. And she a diehard fan, so I think that was yeah. the worst part for everybody for to be like, if it's we gonna take a loss, not that Brock control it, but like get hurt. If if the if the football gods got to do that, I mean, do it in like the second quarter. We didn't even get through the first quarter. But like, he didn't get to the first play. That was the first play. Nah, nah, it was like no, it was, bro. That was the first. Play nah, my nigga. I'm about to, yes, it was, bro. McLeod got the got to the run all the way to the front, bro. And that was it, bro. He got right there. And I was like, ah, look, go McLeod. Cause I remember saying, go McLeod. And then when he got to go to McLeod, they literally ran the first play. Bro came in, hit that man with the hand. And I said, dang. After that, it was over. And I, my I was mom just, was like, my mom was like, uh, my mom said that when <laughs> said that we should have called that touchdown back, right? Because yeah. we would have dropped it. Yeah, and she was like, she like, if she was like, if that, if we would have called that back, the momentum would have been different, and then he wouldn't have got hurt. And I was like, mom, she's like, nah, because it changed the train of events. I was like, you mean on some like some butterfly effect shit? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, I will believe you, but they gave our other quarter, they gave our fourth string quarterback a concussion, so yeah. it was gonna happen regardless, bro. With yeah, the same hit, the what? same, it was the same exact hit. It was the same hit. The exact, the same I think it, exactly. it might have been. I think, it, and I think it might. It was been, the same motherfucker. It might have been Undam Makansu again. Yes, it was. A, it was. That was exactly who it was. He's a just the nigga beast. from Detroit. He that's the nigga from Detroit that used to stump on niggas' heads for no reasons. It's a nigga from. It's a nigga from Detroit that then that then was tired of them niggas being losers. Who then went to Miami. Who then went to LA and won a Super Bowl with them niggas yesterday. Yeah. And then they was like, he was like, he he said, quote, he said, quote, I was gonna retire, but I got twin sons. They need two rings. And then went oh. to the Eagles and went to the Eagles and then assaulted both of our quarterbacks in the playoffs. So usually I'm all for butterfly effects. If I get it, like if I'm, if my day don't go the right way, if something get in my way, I'll be like, that's cool. I wasn't supposed to be there anyway. I avoided the mass shooting. Right. But if it's mass shootings every day, that's what being sacked by Indomakan Su is like. It's like a mass shooting every day. You finna get lit up. So shout out to Indomakan Su. Shout out to Jalen Hurt. Shout out Philly. Meek Mill, Kevin Hart, Gilly the Kid, all them niggas. Gilly the Kid. <laughs> AR app. Shout out. Cassidy. <laughs> just, just niggas that's in jail. <laughs> Will what Smith. What about Cosby? Cosby. Yep. Shout out <laughs> Cosby. He won. <laughs> he won. Who else won? Everybody. Is there any, is there ain't no woman from Philly other than Beth from other than Beth from work? Shout Who's out Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Who's a woman from Philly? Is it is Queen Latifah from Philly? No, she's from New York. You I had to say it like you that. Everybody She's from, from New, New York. York. You know what I'm saying? U-N-I-T-Y. You think, you think everybody from She's New York. She's definitely from New York, bro. Everybody in that era from the 90s, anybody who did hip-hop in the 90s from like 91 to 92, they was all from New York. You just think you just think that she's from New York <laughs> because she was in Juice. No, I mean, she was in Juice, but I don't. that's not why I think she's from New York. I think she's from New York because she used to be a part of a tribe called... She used to be a part of Native Tongues. Okay. Which was which, and so that was a New York. That was kind of a New York little 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 group that ran all together. Okay, I give you that. I give you that, man. Uh, fine, fine. I mean, speaking of well, while we while while we out there on the East Coast, man, just chilling in New York, we got some big Brooklyn news. I'm not really gonna say big Brooklyn news. What I'm gonna say is, I'm gonna say common Brooklyn news. It was somebody. Somebody said they was like, I heard who was it. Tony Kornheiser or Mike Wilbon was like, we got a box office report or like breaking news. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, this ain't breaking news. But you know, this is what I want to say before I even get into this. I want to say I can't wait. I can't wait for the day. I can't wait for the day within like a year to like 18 months where I'm getting paid a lot of money to talk about the exact same <laughs> thing. Because this shit, bro, this shit. Let me just tell you, I'm sorry. Kyrie Irving officially requested a trade. Uh, this is the final season of his contract, and he is a. Uh, this is the 38, 38, a thirty-eight point six million dollars season. And interestingly enough, when we were younger, there would be these like trades right before the trade deadline, so we would have a situation where somebody would get traded. So they're playing like a different team on the All Star team, and it was really dope. It'd be really interesting. So teams would do that in like secret to like clear to like get rid of people who like clear their cap room and move around things and shit like that. They would do right. stuff like that, right? um this particular time i don't understand the reasoning for this like this is the last this is the tail end of his contract and like he could be free a free agent in the summer he could make like a kd or lebron decision be trying to be like yo y'all gonna trade me which is which is really weird so before i get into it man before i get into it that what were bro where are you at with this man like where are you at with this like i just Nigga, I washed all my hands up. Right. I mean, at, at this point, I mean, I'm not even I'm not even mad at him. I just think like at, at, at this point, he's looking probably at the organization is not exactly what they had planned to go over there. The coach that y'all wanted to have go, he, they let him go. James Harden was there. He cut out. You know what I'm saying? It's just not it's not the organization that you thought you were going to. I think now you're looking at it and Maybe you want to trade. I don't know where you want to go. The only thing I really see beneficial from this is probably from somebody like LeBron, who just now started mending relationship with Kyrie. Y'all just now got in good grace. So maybe if you're going to go ahead and take that time and call him LeBron GM and basically say, hey, man, you might as well just come on and come over here to the Lakers. You feel me? And then that's it. And I mean, then you kind of build the hype around that. But it's not really a lot of teams that's going to really want Kyrie because one thing Kyrie is He's the CEO of PTO. You feel me? So, you know what I'm saying? That's one thing he going to do is he going to get his time off. So most of the teams that's in the organization right now, probably not even looking to really want to get that because right now they probably like, man, I mean, we just saw what happened with Brooklyn. We just heard about what happened with Boston. And though sometimes those things aren't necessarily your fault or necessarily the problem that, you know what I'm saying, you may have caused. And and, and, and there are people out there who going to say, no, he did cause all those problems. And whatever, I'm not here to argue with you. I'm just trying to tell you that, you know, just on the on the stance, that's when teams are not going to want to fuck with you. They're going to look at that and say he's a problem. You know what I'm saying? And now another person that puts you in a bad place to even look at that is somebody like Westbrook, where they just seen him go to the Lakers. And they're like, see, see, we were thinking, look, look, he's just a problem. And that's it. So Kyrie just, the media has already fucked you over. The media has already done used, has abused you so and abused you so much that now any organization you go to, they're gonna look bad. And this little short stint that you did of just really balling, maybe it hypes you up. But I don't know. The only thing I really see as is, is being beneficial for is LeBron. Because that's the but that's why I don't get it. They're like as far as like him wanting out of the organization, like I get all that. I understand it's right. like things are coming together. Uh they got a new coach, they got rid of Nash, even though once they got Nash, like Kyrie was saying, they don't even really need a coach. Um, but I don't hold that stuff against him. I just think that. To ask for a trade right now, while y'all while they balling, that's what they, they, I don't understand. That's they, my biggest. 
I don't understand. Maybe it's Ben Simmons. I mean, because Ben Simmons is over there just basically being T Grizzly, effortless. You feel me? So, so I mean, I don't really know. I don't really know what to what to what to depict for the situation. Well, what I what I can say, what I can say as a collective is, is this: I think that no matter what, like no matter what anybody say, man, no matter what anybody says about the LeBron Jordan comparison about Jordan Jordan and like his team or Kobe and his team. Like at one point, Michael Jordan and Kobe was very upset with the teams that they was at. They were very upset. And it was on the GMs to get that figured out to like get them the right players so that they could win again. So we don't talk about that. All we do talk about is how LeBron can't win unless he around of the stars. But I think that when you see people like when you see a KD go to a Warriors and get two and you see a KD go to the Brook go to Brooklyn and like want to and and I guess want to let's say uh, be more involved in the recruiting process is what I'll say. It, it's not easy. It's not. It's not easy. You bring all your oh we we gonna ball with someone so and bring oh boy there. It's not easy. It's not man. Like you got it. You gotta send out. You gotta send out cryptic tweets uh, to Kevin Love when you Lebron. You gotta do that. You gotta take all these niggas to the movies and go be friends. You gotta do that to beat the Warriors. Like that requires that type of sacrifice. You have to do all that stuff. Yeah. And if you just got two dudes, it's like, oh well, no, nah, you do your business this way, and I'll do my business that way. Y'all came there together. So when I have those conversations and be like, what does KD say about Kyrie's trade? What does Kyrie say about KD's trade? They both their own man. That's his own man. That's that's a man to do what he want to do. That's his own man. Y'all on the same team. Y'all right. running, y'all in a bit, y'all are in a business together. Like y'all both work, y'all both CEOs of Microsoft. Y'all make a lot of money. It's just really strange that they're so far removed from each other's career, uh, careers. However, it's not strange. I just think that what LeBron was able to do is very uncommon. It should yeah. be easy to do. So that's why when people say so, like so much so, to your point, the the common response to a lot of this is. Like I've heard three, three, uh, three talking heads say it. Talk about yeah, LeBron is LeBron may be the only person that can influence Kyrie. They're not saying it like that. They're saying it like in a more like condescending, disrespectful way. They're using the word control. I'd rather say influence. They say he's the only one that can influence Kyrie. And it's like for real, like y'all, y'all call LeBron a GM like this, this like condescendingly, not yourself, but he's the only one that can handle something like that. So. But as far as that Lakers trade goes, I honestly believe, Dale, I don't think that I don't think that KD ever wants to play at Westbrook again, ever. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's like during the summer, during the summer, he was like, yo, during the summer, he was like, I want to trade. And I think now I'm now I'm fast forward and I'm work, working on my mind, brain. I'm getting my foil hat <laughs> on. I'm thinking that's because when Kyrie wanted to be traded originally, they was talking about this whole like. Westbrook Kyrie thing over and over and over again and I think KD was in the cut like don't talk about that shit bro like I, I will get out of here and then maybe he got he wasn't he didn't like the way that they talked about it and then during the summer he's like I don't want the GM and the coach gone or either one of them then they got rid of the coach so now after Kyrie doing his thing like you know what I just decided just based on strength I don't I don't want to be here I don't want I don't want to I'm going to put some words in his mouth, but this is my interpretation. I don't want to help y'all go to the playoffs, and y'all going to send me exactly to the place I want to be, right? So now the Nets is like, all right, so do we get rid of him because everybody know he want to leave and he's not going to give us – he's not going to ball for us, or do we just keep him in spite and just let him go for nothing during the summer? So will you tell so you tell me, Dale, you have him there and, like, have him, like, like nah, you got to play. We'll wait, we'll wait till the summer. You have him there and just – 
He gonna ball with an attitude of somebody that's just there to hoop. Because all he all he ever say is how he just want to play ball. He just want to play ball. He just want to play ball. Is he still balling to somebody that just want to play ball, or is he just like going through the motions into the summer? So do you go through that so you can sell your tickets? Just like how you wave the home game vaccine shit so you can sell your tickets last year. Do you wait? Do you just let them ball so you can sell the tickets, Dale, or do you just get rid of them for peanuts, a bag of nickels, and a couple iPhone batteries? No, nah, you you get your you get your money's worth. You, look, you y'all had to y'all built y'all back on him almost right now. Y'all don't put y'all back. Y'all put y'all y'all put y'all organization on his back in a lot of ways, and that's what puts you into into this predicament. So you might as well at this point ride ride the wave. You feel me? Like we gonna go ahead and take it, and it and then you know what it does. You're right. It does it does hike up the t- ticket sales because now it gives players the oh well this might be one of my last time seeing Kyrie B coming and playing in Brooklyn. So even if you want to go there to hate on him or if you want to go there to really see the the game that he gonna drop down, it's 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 a, it's a ticket seller. And then you and you show him nothing but respect before he leaves. So you 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 honor them in a way. You know how like a lot of players when they go back, they try to make sure that the fans like cheer on for them and do things like that. You do all of that shit because you want because what you want to do is kind of like like you 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 kind of want to make it look like for the public eye. See, we did everything we could do. We did everything we could do to try to keep him, but he 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 was ready to go. So we don't even know. And now you just continue to make him look more crazy for the media. And that's all that that's and I'm just telling you from 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 the business point of how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Like how they always how Dave how a lot of people say that. Uh no, I'm sorry, it was not a lot of people. It's it's only Cat Williams. Cat Williams had told this uh told this story one time on stage about how Dave Chappelle had went into uh he had went into the thing right before he was getting ready to leave. And they was like, well, if you leave, we'll make sure that you, you know, look like a crackhead by the time you get home. And he said, sure enough, by the time he got home, they had it talking about he was, you know what I'm saying? Looking yeah. like a crackhead. He was on tough type of drugs and he was doing all of this. So, you know, they can they, they have that, they have that in their in their potential to do that to you. And it's not necessarily when I say they, it's because of how like it's it's about playing this kind of game. Yeah. It's like just getting the people, getting the masses on your side enough to be like, they did everything they could do for Kyrie. And once you get enough people swayed to believe that, then literally now Kyrie look crazy because he ain't going to ever come out and be like, well, this is why I really left. Like, and because it's going to sound stupid by then. Yeah. That's why I say. <laughs> well, I think, I think that's part of, that's part of the thing of not, it's like that thing where Steve, Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith is really good at this because he'll be honest. He, he's been honest with this his whole life. He probably hasn't said it lately because um, it's not probably, it's not probably as it's no longer politically correct. But he used to say like years ago, he would be like, all I'm here to talk about is basketball. I only want to talk about basketball. Now, if y'all don't give me no answers, I'm going to start asking questions about your personal life. So when I do ask questions, mm-hmm. if you, I do ask some questions, he would say that shit all the time, all yeah. the time, all the time. He's like, y'all don't ask no questions to me. I'm, I'm, that's when I start asking about, about what's going on in your life. I'm just here to have, have these basketball questions answered. I think to your point, as someone that like doesn't want to talk to the media that often, that's why they just dive into his shit. You know what I mean? That's why they just jump into it. Versus like his hero, his hero Kobe. I mean, Kobe would call a question stupid. Yeah. Um, if he didn't like a question, but if it's a good enough question, he's gonna tell you about the game. You know what I mean? But I think that I think because I think I don't know. I feel like I feel like somewhere, somewhere down the line, Kyrie has a bad media experience like Marshawn. Where it's mm. like, where it's like, nah, y'all hustled me once. It's never gonna happen again. Only problem mm. is that, like, only difference is that, like, um, I feel like Marshawn's character 
works better for football than it would ever work for basketball. That's just unless it. unless you PJ Tucker or somebody like that. Like you got to be like a PJ Tucker or you got to be a boogie. You know, you got to be somebody that already has that kind of uh, that kind of demeanor. You know, I could see I could see it working for a little bit for like a you know taking it back to some nineties basketball, but I could see it working for like a Ben Wallace or even a Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, but those do those dudes don't get interviewed like Kyrie though. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's only they, they like that. What the reason I use Marshawn's uh because the reason I use um Marshawn's like demeanor and him being him being like restricted is because at a time like the Seahawks were on TV all the time. They were always on TV and only compare. And that's how I think that's how Kyrie feels like Kyrie went to Brooklyn. So that's the basketball mecca, as they like to call it. Yeah. And now, but I just, I don't know, bro. I think it's weird even like to, to look at the macro, not just the micro of Kyrie Irving. I think it's strange that just nobody wants to be there. The dude, the, I, the dude that originally bought the team, the Russian dude that bought the team with Jay-Z as like minority owner, they got out of there. So the team, the Joe side. And then the OGs, the vets was that was there. They got on out of there. James Harden didn't want to be there that bad. KDS for a trade over the summer. Kyrie want to leave. What are y'all doing? Like what? What at this point, honestly, honestly, bro, what are you guys doing? Because it can't be like James Harden, KD, and Kyrie ain't all just crazy. They're not just crazy niggas. Ain't nobody gonna tell me that. What are you guys doing? Does the gym stink? Like what? What's happening it's in haunted. there? It's haunted. It's haunted. It must be. It must it's be haunted. something. It must be. Here's my thing. Here's 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 this is where I'm at with it, bro. That's where I'm at. With Nick Van Nassel's high socks. With who? With Nick, <laughs> Nick Van Nassel. You know, I used to wear them high socks. Did he ever play for the Brooklyn Nets? No, I thought he played for didn't he play for the New Jersey Nets? Nick Van Nassel, New Jersey. I don't he played for a lot of teams. I don't know if he ever played for New Jersey Nets, but I know he played for the Lakers and the Mavs. Maybe it wasn't Nick Van Nassel. I'm trying to think of another dude, but it was a Nets player, but I can't. It could remember. be you could um you talking about Kerry Kittles. He had big socks. It wasn't Kerry Kittles. I know Kerry Kittles for sure. Kerry Kittles, Kerry Kittles was on that team with Vince Carter. This was a ball headed dude for sure. And oh, you mean Richard Jefferson? He had big socks. It wasn't Richard Jefferson either. Did last game ball nigga with all the hops? Uh, it was. You sure, you sure it wasn't him? No, dude. This was an old dude that played on. This is like 93, 94. Oh, you talking about um Derek? Uh, no, not De Derek. Derek it's Coleman. Not, wasn't Derek Coleman? He's light skinned. This dude. I, I think it was man. I gotta look it up now. Give me a second. You sure it's not Derek Coleman? No, it wasn't nothing it's, about the Nets, man. You I do, know. I do. I'm telling you, it wasn't Derrick Coleman. It wasn't Derrick Coleman. I'm about to look bro. at it. I think it was Nick Van Axel, but I'm I'm pretty sure that's you who it was. You don't know nothing about the Nets. That's the. Problem. I went to this game. I went to a game, bro, and that's how I know. You ain't never about. been to a Nets game in your life. I have been to a Nets game in my life. <laughs> nigga just hate me. You've never been anywhere. Nigga just don't want the nigga to be nowhere. You go to Spain one time and be like, I've been everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, listen. Shout out to them. I hope I hope they get it figured out. Mm. Um, I I really I really would like mm. for them not to trade him, just because I want to see. I'd like to see all the chaos during the offseason. and I'd like to see him do like a big, not like a big decision thing, but they're gonna make it like a decision thing. Mm. And I just I think that's gonna be real dope. I think it's gonna be real ill. Before we get off of basketball, I just want to say, man, I think it's real. It's an interesting contrast where like Kyrie is a first overall draft pick and LeBron is a first overall draft pick. Uh, right. of like of the NBA like of the Cavaliers and one dude one dude is like trying to get one dude is like trying to get to his fourth team and another guy is 80 points away from being the all-time scorer in NBA history like you just right. never know what happens in the draft man you just never fucking know <laughs> you never know what happens in the draft bro you also never know what happens during Black History Month 
because I appreciate the child. I appreciate y'all to take the time to try to celebrate our culture. I really do. And I just want to say I'm not ungrateful because I rather you, I rather you go ahead and you do something for me and be like, yo, we did this for you for Black History Month. I'd rather you do that rather than be like, yo. Cause look, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. As I've gotten it. older, as I've gotten older, Dale, I don't like Black History Month. When I was younger, when I was younger, Dale, when I was younger, it was lit because I yeah. was in college. And then the 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 dean of the dean of the school, she would work Kente cloth, and then she would take a knee and wear a Kaepernick jersey. Yeah. And then a nigga that <laughs> looked Kaepernick like jersey, a nigga that looked a nigga that looked like me and you with dreads, he'd be selling incense in the quad and just talking about spirits and shit, and giving out selling little things of cool water that didn't smell like cool water, and I didn't have to do nothing. Right and now that I'm in corporate, Dale, they'd be like, "Hey, Ryan, for Black History Month, we want you to go ahead, yeah, and and you know, we want to celebrate your culture." By like letting, by giving you a project that you could work on to celebrate your culture. And I just think, Cheryl, this is, isn't the right time for you to ask me to do work that you're going to get credit for. This probably isn't the right month for that. You know what I mean? Right, so right. I'm I'm all for people just doing shit. So do I want to ask you how you feel about the Miami Police Department <laughs> taking the police car and then decorating it, decorating it with black, with African-American favorite decals. For y'all that don't know, some of y'all can Google it right now. While y'all listening about the time, I probably put a picture of it on the screen because he's been doing dope graphic design things with our videos. If y'all haven't seen the videos, please tune in. Definitely yeah. tune in. Listen, but yeah, y'all Google the van, but yeah, they got an SUV and they got all these like African American, like they're not even decals, they're like painted on. And so, Dale, how do you how do you feel about this though? Is this is, is this pandering or is this popping? Bro, this is this is the worst thing the police department could do, bro. This is the bad worst. P. Sure? This is the worst. Cause I'm about to tell you why. I'm about to tell you why. Bro, you can't be arresting people in the police cruiser, bro. Hella black people. And every time you coming in, yo, y'all got the black freedom thing on, like all around the thing. Like, like that don't even look right. Like, think about that. Think about look if you get a visual uh you got two black young young kids in the back of the car of this police of the cruiser. They got the black history things, and y'all slipping through the hood, running up in people's houses. The way y'all disrespectfully talk, because you know y'all police. And I'm talking about, like, first off, it's just not a good, it's just so many things that are wrong. I can't even get it out of my mouth so that, like, it's fast enough because my brain is just con con connecting shit so fast. But the things I'm thinking about is just, you got, the way the police people talk to people, like, you can't be out there in front of somebody else, the police talking about, I don't give a fuck. You know what? What do you got? Do you got that on you? You you pieces of shit calling people a shit like with the police cruiser, the way the police be treating motherfuckers. Nah, it's just not the move, bro. It's not good. It don't look good. It'll probably be cool. And it's in Miami. Yeah. Nah, nah. It, it's not gonna be cool for Miami. That's not a good look. You can't be picking up the Haitians in that shit, boy. Nah, it's not. It's not cool, bro. It's not a good move. I, I, like you said, you appreciate the fact that they're trying to think like well, we're gonna go ahead and show our show our appreciation. It's not a good look for y'all because, like, a lot of times y'all the motherfuckers be oppressing. Like y'all the motherfuckers who are the oppressors. Like, like yeah, this but is... Dale, but Dale, it's the but Dale, it's the police car though. Like they just drive. They like they're not gonna oppress. That's in that the car. main thing. That's the that's exactly where people get oppressed at. Nah. Immediately once you get in the car with the handcuffs behind your back, you're oppressed. Imagine sitting yo. Imagine me and black sitting in the back right now, right? They first off, you got arrested for some shit that you didn't even do. They got you in the but back. You right? make that clear. Yeah, so you got you got arrested for some shit you didn't do, and then they got you in the police at the, at the back of the police cruiser. That's talk, that's talking about Black History Month. 
that's like going to Black History. That's like going on Black History Month, and they pick a white dude to tell to talk about to talk about what the fuck the uh what the fuck Black culture means. And as in at the school assembly, this is the worst thing, bro. This is the worst thing ever. And he get up there, the, the nigga with KKK around the shirt. Well, what I think niggers didn't do this, didn't do that. Leave over there, like, damn, bro. I just the worst. Like that's how I feel about this, bro. This is terrible. Okay, I don't. Wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. I feel you. I feel you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Listen, he said. He said that's like. He said that's like having the Klansmen come to an auditorium and talk about what. <laughs> Talk about Black History Month. It's like having a Klansman come to the auditorium to talk to the kids on Black History Month. Listen, man. Okay. I saw I saw it. I saw the, the cop truck and the guy says Black History Month. It got a bunch of fists on it. It's cool. Like, it's dope. I just don't like, I don't like how. Hope, hopefully, look, I completely agree with you if they oppressing in this particular whip. If they driving this whip around and they oppressing in that whip, disagree. That's just whack. I agree with yeah. you. But Like, I'm at... And you turn around and it's a black, it's a black, it's a black, black history month. It's black history month, man. Like, like come on, bro. That is like kinda, that is kind of ironic. Well, they got they got it. This has a history of happening in the U.S. You know they do. You know they wrap the uh, they wrap the cars, they wrap the cars for pride in Miami too. Like they uh -huh. wrap them for pride. So I mean, next thing that uniforms is gonna be is gonna be is gonna be dashikis. Let me <laughs> next year is gonna be dashiki uniforms. They gonna have to. That's <laughs> so stupid. What, 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 you, you <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the more that we progress, eventually they're gonna be going, Hey brother, we just wanted to let you know we pulled you over because we got bean pies and we think you might what <laughs> white cops selling bean pies. <laughs> hey, when you were when you wear your dashiki, do you wear the you wear your you wear your vest, your bulletproof vest on top of it? Like the nigga right. like, oh, no, it's and it, and it and it's already dashiki dub too. It got the color. Oh, the oh the, the bulletproof vest is that is kenta cloth like kenta cloth, yeah. Nigga, get out of here. <laughs> But I'm not okay. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna ask you this. Would you rather have? Would you rather see this car? I'm driving around, driving around like your neighborhood for like a month, or would you rather have these cops showing up to your block, TikTok dancing every Sunday? Fuck it, TikTok Sunday, Sunday. Hell yeah! Because look, 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 forever, look, forever. <laughs> Fuck it. The cops got to take. Least, least you know, like oh, you know. <laughs> Offers are gonna come down the street. They gonna come down to the TikTok. The TikTok. <laughs> like, bro, because that ain't doing nothing. That's that, that just hey, fine. Y'all fun. Y'all do. Yo, it. every no, every Sunday. Y'all talking about like the day every day Sunday. After, like, a every day after like day. something happened that happened with uh, well, um, R.I.P. Their brother. They got, don't they, got matter, they gotta come down. The next day they just out there got, like TikToking. Next day they gotta be creative. They gotta no, come out there and be creative. No. Yeah, because that's what they going. They, Listen to me. They're going to come out there and be creative. Like, man, they're going to be out there doing spirit dances. You know how they be doing no, spirit dances in only the church? Tic only TikTok dances. Like, just... like just <laughs> Fine. Fine. People going to get to laugh. Like, oh, man, that's Officer and them. Like, that's what they're going to be like. That's Officer and them? Nigga, ain't nobody going to say that. Nobody going to Man, give me the... Give me the truck. Listen, nah, I don't that's want the, the question. Truck. That, that's, that's the comment. That's the comment question of the week. Y'all let us know in the comments. Would y'all rather have a random Paul Block officer pulling up to your neighborhood, TikTok dancing every Sunday. Listen, no matter what happened that Saturday night, if they shot somebody, if it was a DUI accident, if there was a mass shooting, every Sunday out there TikToking, every Sunday, forever. Or would you rather have the truck just driving around your block, 
for all of February. He's driving around. Oh, you you have a limited like you're no, it got to be to February to February. Like, don't limit the question. That was that, bro, that's what I rewind. That's what I asked you. Would you okay, if that's me? what you asked me, then of course no. I would rather just, if that's all I got to do with this is this for one month. I'll yeah, like. No, but if I got to deal with it, if it's one month to one month, if we're literally giving them equal equal duration, then I'm going with the TikTok dancers for that whole month. If they coming down and they doing, and, and that's where I think you the question should be because that's that's so that's exaggerated. That's why right? that's why I was so shocked that that's what you wanted. <laughs> like that's why I'm like, what are you what are you talking about? Forever? I said forever. You said forever. That's what you said. Man. Forever. So, okay, I thought so you meant like forever, like after going forward on every February of the month that like, they would do this. Yeah, like, that's okay. Let's check into that. I'm I rather I rather have this happen every February. Forever, rather than have these niggas show up fifty-two Sundays a year dancing forever. No, not fifty-two Sundays. Literally, I'm talking about every Sunday Sundays, forever. Four, no, I'm talking about four Sundays in February every for the rest of it for the rest of eternity. Nah, man, of course you're gonna choose that, man. Yeah, because because that's the only thing I'm getting. But imagine all year. Okay, then change the question. So all year long they're walking around with Black History Month cars. You cool with that? For, oh. For, 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 all year, <laughs> all year long. They only got, they only got one. That's fine. Forever. No, forever. And all of the, all for now on, all of the cars <laughs> in America are now <laughs> history month. Changing the question. All the cars in America. <laughs> the, history no, month. no, no. All the, all, all of the police cars. All of the police cars are wrapped around with this. The whole year? The whole year. Why? Why would they be TikToking every Sunday? Like, man, come on. Like, because, because, like, I can understand, like, once a year. But, like, I'm saying, I'm saying, if all year, if all year, every year, every year on February, you either get to have the, the, the dancing cops or the wrapped up car, which one are you choosing? <laughs> All right, all right. You gotta clarify the parameters. So you don't change my shit around so much. What's how, how? What's the duration of time? Okay, here's the duration for both. For both, either for either or. Okay. So either forever, <laughs> forever, uh, forever. <laughs> come and dance on the block every Sunday. How many TikTok? The whole on. Sunday. Every no, not the whole thing. Four hours. <laughs> okay. From Twelve <laughs> to four. For twelve to four, right? Okay. For twelve to four, right? Wait, wait, forever. How many, how many cops? How many cops? Uh, how twelve. Many cops? Twelve. Twelve. Because it's day to twelve. Day twelve. <laughs> 12 okay. 12. Okay. Twelve at twelve, and and po po with the po po. So you know that's how you got it. So it's all it all makes sense in the video. Right. If you get it, you get it. <laughs> but look, look. Or or forever, forever. Police cars all around America. Are wrapped up with the Black History Month. <laughs> wrapped up. What we got going on in Miami Day? Nigga, Which one you all choose? The, all the police cars. All of them. So every police car, no matter what. If you even in the down south and they hate Negroes and they got the Black History Month on there. <laughs> Which one you choosing? It's still gonna say Black History Month even in March. Even in, in it's just gonna be wrapped in the colors. Oh, they're gonna be black people colors. No, not just black people, but like it's gonna be like dedic, you know, they're gonna be representing, they're gonna be it's, it's all gonna be representation. They're gonna have pictures of Nelson Mandela on there, they're gonna have pictures of Martin Luther King, they're gonna have Marcus Garvey, they're gonna have they're gonna have everybody, they're gonna Langston Hughes, every 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 time, every year, they're gonna choose a black person for that birth month and put them on the car. For real? <laughs> <laughs> no, that actually sound, that just sound wrong. That do sound dope. I ain't gonna lie to you. 
that that sounds dope because that's like uh like i ain't lie, maybe i might get arrested like i want to be <laughs> i want to be in the malcolm x in the malcolm x car <laughs> that's just i don't know that's just sound raw because 12 12 cops coming to dancing for four hours on my block that's why there's gonna be music but like they shit. all mixed but they all mixed it's like you could be a hispanic it's cop. not gonna be no bitches out there don't try to feel like it's gonna be bitches it's it gonna is be all, it's that's gonna be, gonna be showing up no listen, listen no. to me listen to me that's all that's gonna show up because they're gonna be the ones that's the only ones who want to do the tiktok videos you don't see you know, you know what i'm saying like that's the ones that's gonna come through showing up you're gonna hey miss officer and it's always gonna be that song Mrs. Officer by Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna, ain't be, gonna be no, ain't gonna be no woo. That's what they're gonna be. Ain't gonna call. be no like a cop car. It's gonna be all. Uh, it's gonna be twelve Paul Blarts out there dancing for four nah, hours. Nah, nah, you ain't gonna want that. They, they can't do that for so four hours. You trying to design? You trying to design it so that your TikTok video is like a goddamn uh, BET uncut video? It's not gonna, it's gonna be, gonna be that raw. Way. It's gonna be raw. Nelly gonna be there. It's gonna be clean. <laughs> Nelly gonna be there. Man, listen, y'all, y'all let us know, man. Would y'all rather have? <laughs> Dale said it for a cop, all the cops cars like that forever, or twelve or twelve of the twelves from your block and dance from twelve to four forever. Twelve to four, that's it on your block, and they just come down and they dance twelve to four. They hard them giving out candy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Doing all the top shit like you know every Sunday, every Sunday, and, and look your up, block, your block safe every Sunday. Everybody and, they pull, and they everybody in, and they pull up in regular cars. They pull up in regular cars. Wait, but like, what about Black History Month? Huh? What about Black History that's, Month? That's that's their Black History Month. They dedicating they they doing it for the block. Do they get a Black History for Month many car? years? For many for 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 over for over three hundred years, the Black people have been known to serve the serve they master. So now they're going to be giving back by serving the neighborhoods, dancing and doing TikTok videos, giving out candy, and 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 Capri Suns. Dale really thinks they're gonna show up. They're gonna show up dancing their hearts out like Beyonce getting paid 12 million for the Super Bowl. It's they not will. like that. No, you're not gonna they do will. that. They will. What would you rather do? Be out here getting murked, possibly or having to come down there and dance on the block and be doing the stuff for the community. Bro, look, if you gonna if they gonna put Lanks and Hughes on a car for a year, if they're gonna put George Washington Carver, my favorite, on a car for a year, bro, I'm all for it. <laughs> You can have them dancing ass cops if you want them, man. I don't when they gonna put George and look, when they do George Washington Carver, right? It's gonna be in the car and it's gonna be like, and all they're gonna talk about is how he made peanut butter. How he made that's it. They ain't even gonna talk about how you made that's it. That's all they're gonna talk about. They ain't gonna talk about none of his other achievements. Just peanut butter. I'm not even about to I'm not even about to get on. I'm not gonna get on you about how you told the audience to come on the next episode that you would have a bunch of George Washington Carver facts. I'm not gonna mention that. I'm not gonna mention it. <laughs> But all I'm saying is that you never came through with them facts. You never no, I do. I do. I got a fact. I do got a fact. So I was wrong about saying that there is an actual school named after him. So, it was actually this. He's actually alumni of uh, uh, Tuskegee College. Oh, and okay. so that that's a fact there for you. So okay. that's how George Washington Carpenter on being one of the first black scientists. Okay. All right. That'll work, man. Those are the bars. Those mm -hmm. bars we talking about. He made, we're going to find out eventually what type of great, scientific contributions that he made eventually me and Dale will get to those for you we don't know who is responsible for the scientific contribution of plastic surgery but this next story that we got for you um y'all probably gonna want to find that person go back in time and and approach them like they was gonna be like approach them like you would approach Hitler if you were back in the day but uh Instagram Instagram model uh is rocking one boob after her size 38j breast implant exploded now she's rocking one uniboob here's the thing I think a lot of our shows are kid friendly. I'm not sure if they are. Let me not say that. These shows are hardly kid friendly. 
but Dale may put a picture there. If you don't put a picture there, y'all can see her on IG real quick. Her IG is 1-800-LEAVE-MARY-ALONE. 1-800 as numbers, 1-800-LEAVE-MARY-ALONE. Check it out. She got one boob. And she said that's what she's rocking with right now until it, until it pops off. I mean, no pun intended, until her new surgery pops off. So right now she's got one boob. She's wearing this bra that shows the one boob. It's like a, it's a Cyclops boob. It's one boob out here. And at first, Dale sent me this story and I was like, I gave it a thumbs down. And I rarely thumbs down stuff because I think it's rude. Like if you got an iPhone or if you rocking with, here's the thing. It's so many different ways on the iPhone to reply to a message that even just not replying, but to do a thumbs down takes energy. And to do a thumbs down on Instagram takes a lot more energy because it's so many different things you could choose to add to the message. So first I thumbs down the story and I thought about it. I thought about it, though. I went to the lady's website and saw she got over 100,000 followers. And I saw some of the comments and there's like, work it, girl, queen, ooh, you slay, and dudes with the hard eyes and all the shit after all the work she had done. I'm going to say, Dale, the way she looks, it don't make a lot of sense to me. But after reading the comments, it's for somebody. Bro, do you respect the, do you respect the enhancement wave? No. Why? I think you should just be yourself, man. I think, um, I think, man, just just be blessed with what, what you got. You know, I think people we see a lot of things like this where a lot of people go through these particular plastic surgeries and then they get addicted to it. They start, oh, I just want to tweak my nose. Oh, now I just want to tweak my ears. Then next thing you know, they done done everything, and then you can truly tell. Next thing you know, they go from being a weenie, uh a national treasure on the on the on, on Wheaties boxes all across the world to be in <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. So, you know, it's just it's just not worth it, man. And I think like I think people need to just embrace who they is. Um so no I'm I'll not with it. some for the community real quick though. That, <laughs> I don't know if that's like so I don't know if she counts as enhancement. She said that she always been a woman. So Okay, my wrong. I'm sorry. She didn't get nothing enhanced. She I actually, never I didn't know that's what she was. I didn't know that that she always thought she was a woman. Yeah, she had a she had a she had her hot dog removed. Okay. So oh damn. that's not an enhancement. That's that, like yeah, a, removal. a removal. Yeah. I mean, it is an enhancement in if you however you think about it though. For oh, her? oh, yeah. I mean, well, cause they take the skin of the thing and they fold it inside and make a, a one, they fold it and make a peach. They make a they make a garage. They take the garage. They take the garage handle, and they they make it a garage. So they keep all the same meat there, but they just turn it into a. They turn this penis into a vagina. Bro, come on! I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You bro, you don't want to brought her up. No, that's I didn't go that day. I was just trying to get a little quick little joke in, a little quick little punch, and you do my scientist factors. This is what happened. Now I'm a surgeon. I'm gonna sure. everybody know what happened. That's all no. I'm trying to say. I don't I'm, nobody needs to know that. Nobody needs people need to nobody know. Nobody need to know no, no, they don't. No, they don't. You only want to talk about science when it's your science. Whatever I'm talking no. about, my homie. That's not science. Boy, your homie? That's your homie. That's your homie. I didn't know. Talk, that's no, who you rolling with. I'm gonna talk about Gus Roy and all the scientists. I know. Nah, I didn't know you were like. Roll, I didn't know you was rolling with people who doing that, holding penises, turning them into vaginas. I didn't know that's what you roll with. I didn't know that's what you get down science, with. Science, nigga. I don't discriminate for scientists, nigga. Everybody, people that scientists, we all rock together. Like you all heard it. He jerks penises off for science. That's, 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 that's wild gay. <laughs> that's, that's wild gay. I'm saying my science. When I want to talk about science, you always want to discredit my niggas like Gus Roy and them. 
And then when you want to talk about science, you don't even Ooh, know. He does anything for science. That man goes above and beyond for science. <laughs> above and beyond for science. Man, that's what it takes, man. That's what it takes. Is that what it takes? That's what it takes, bro. You All really right, gotta no. you really gotta go out here and go above and beyond for science. It's kind of like kind of like how when the vaccines first came out, and then you and like 90% of y'all couldn't wait to go run up and let master stab y'all with that shit. Anything yeah. for science, y'all had to go do it so that I could go eventually do it. So anything yeah. for science, we all making sacrifices. We had to run somehow. so you could walk. Basically, man. Basically, y'all, y'all had to run so I could walk. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you 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 do what you do. So I don't got to do it. And I appreciate it. Thanks, bro. Do what you do. Listen, though. I will somebody say got, this. Somebody got to be a scientist on here. You don't even know what school the nigga went to. So huh? who I said you said you said George Washington Carver named after school. We can't even trust you to get the to get the to get the science stuff right. That's why they trust me. They come here for their scientific info. I'm basically like the surgeon general of the show. Basically. You and a nigga that live under a bridge. <laughs> that's the nigga who taught you. That's your professor. That's who that's who you look up to. That's your big homie. Gus Roy, no toes. Like, <laughs> come on. <You> <laughs> He got no big toes. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> Might as well just not have none. We got no big toes. Listen, man, tell me about tell me about how you feel about these enhancements, man. Like I guess Gus about, Roy need him. I'm talking I'm about Gus Roy gonna get his big toes enhanced up. But look, nah, I mean, look, man, I think nah, real life. I think that I think that uh, I, I I'll say this. There are some people who I feel like, yo, man, if you got to do some shit, go ahead and feel the feel the need to do that shit. I, I I've seen men now getting to the points where they're now doing things like at making themselves look more aesthetically pleasing by making abs, putting on muscles, all of the shit. You know, <laughs> if you got the money to go ahead and and put whatever in your body to make yourself look like you did something, fine. Because basically that's what you're doing. You basically saying, I'm instead of going out here and going to college, I'm gonna go ahead and go online and buy my degree. Damn, they'll they'll out here throwing fire at y'all. Cause that's how I look at it. Cause it's like you can go to the gym and get all of that shit. You can go work on it. Cause if you have it, you ain't got no other like if you go get healthy in the gym, you go and work out, you go and build you a nice gym body. Guess what? That shit's gonna last longevity. You're gonna have way more way more life eventually in you now you go and you do all this enhancement to your body you want to go and do shit now you got to worry about if you out here with one boob but she and got that, so she so Dill, she got 38 was it 36 or 38 38 38 she, she, she got 38 j's Dill. how does working out get you 38 j size it boobs? doesn't but that's what i'm saying that's just the over that's the that's the overstimulation of a plastic surgery that's when you overstimulate it by like oh i gotta i gotta do as much as i can to continue continue to beautify myself like i don't even know what she looked like as a, as a real person she probably looked like regular becky out here you feel me and now she done did all of this shit and yeah maybe it did get her publicity maybe it did but like i'm saying at the same time it's like and now you out here really looking like a cyber boob like this is the type of shit we used to see on like adult comedy shit you feel me adult comedy fucking uh anime animation shit you know what i'm saying this is some mm-hmm. shit you would see on that like to see this shit in real life it's like this is crazy to me like you know, it is wild though because bro like it was crazy it's wild because i don't know people say the thing where like this reality uh this reality imitate fiction this fiction like imitate mm-hmm. reality right and i remember to your point you're saying you used to see this stuff in like 
and like animation. Actually, bro, the first place we saw that something like that wild first time I, first place I saw was not Total Recall with Colin Farrell. The first Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep, exactly. Blues, like, exactly. Damn, that's, that's exactly crazy. What I was Somebody about. on space with that free blues. Like, oh my god, like he's on Mars. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And this is like I don't know the year, the year twenty eighty four. I can't guess. Maybe it's yeah. three thousand. But we like, oh my god, three boobs, and now this lady really has like one cyclops boob too. So to your point, that used to be something we see on sci-fi, and now it's real. Now it's real. Now we out here, and I mean, like that, you know, they're they're overdoing their lips, they doing all of this shit, and it's like, come on, bro, we we out here really got, you know, and then you get mad when when, and now we can't, and now we to this point where it's like we can't even make fun of you. So you don't went and did all this stupid shit to yourself. Stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't went and do all this dumb shit to yourself, and now in a, in a, in a collapse in your face, you feel me? And now us as people gotta understand and be like, man, don't make fun of her because she only got one boob. You beautiful girl, slay him, girl, with your one boob. You was just, you could have been perfectly normal woman. <laughs> you can't. It's not that you can't make fun of him, Dale. No, you, you can't you make can't, fun of him, bro. No, you said you can't make fun of a woman. Yeah, that's it. Because they would be on Michael Jackson's neck about the way he looked. That, yeah, of course. Yeah, you can't. You but no, she. You're 100 percent right. You can't yeah, make fun of a woman. Yeah, you but can't, a you dude, like if a like say if a dude went it's to open go get, open sesame on his ass. If a dude went to go get like that height, um, that height like transplant, where they yeah, make get three a little taller, three yeah. inches taller. Yeah, if you went to go do that and they messed it up and he ended up being six inches shorter. Right. They be like, ha ha, that's what you get. Now you motherfucker. Now you're a real dwarf. You a little dwarf, nigga. Oh, yeah. Ha ha. Yeah. Every pun of being about him, they have memes about him. Look, they have what? memes about him. Yeah. <laughs> don't go to Don't go to Doctor Utah. Like they be clowning. Bro, get fired from work because he little. Yeah, All he the shit. So basically, when it comes, you don't respect the wave. I don't respect the wave, but I think like I think we're getting to this point because it's it's it it's making people it's it's making people really become depressed and i say that because i remember bro when we were younger you know what i'm saying it was something to see an emo kid like and you have to they really have to go through some shit like an emo kid would really have to go through some shit like yo like what's going on with him like bro like he lost all his parents bro like life has just been terrible for him bro like everything like you know death is always around the corner for that young man like oh damn like he really emo now these kids just great life. Like I'm just depressed. Why? Because nobody likes me at school. Like, have you tried to like people? No, because I don't look like this person. I don't look like that. And, you know, they don't fit in. And it's like, and I'm not trying to make fun of them because I know these are real, these are real disorders. But at the same time, it's like the reason why this happens is because of the fact that there's all of these, there's all of these ideologies that make you believe that you need to look a certain way. Or you need to, you know, you need to be presented a certain way. There's a certain look you got to have. You feel me? And I think that that's fucked up. And I think that it, what happens is a lot of times it's the filters. It's a lot of times it's the, you know, it's the, um, it's this falseness in life that makes people believe that now I got to be, I, I, my real self is never going to be good enough. Right. And so that's why I think I'm, I'm against that shit. I think like people need to embrace it because a lot of this shit starts off with young people like, bro. How are you only like 20 something years old and you starting to already alter your body? You know what I'm saying? Let that shit come naturally. There's gonna be times where you might have to really alter you. You want you want shit to worry up, get get old. Pretty soon your ass might need dentures. So then you could really say, look at me, I gotta get dentures. You know what I'm saying? I think, this, I, go ahead, go ahead, my bad. I'm saying all of this additions, like I motherfuckers, I be seeing people talking about, oh bro, don't motherfuckers who got veneers. I don't know. I mean, don't get veneers, bro. Don't get veneers. I hear motherfuckers who got veneers say don't get them motherfuckers. 
Like, bro, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, I've never been had braces. I'm blessed to have the beautiful smile that I do have, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, I think it's even more beautiful when somebody got a crooked smile. Like, shit, rock with the shit you got. You feel me? So don't let nobody, don't let nobody change who you is. That crooked smile may give you more personality than a motherfucker who gotta go get an altered smile will ever have. That's what the that's what the homie uh Steve uh Steve Buscemi said. The homie from um, you know Steve Buscemi, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh the homie from uh Fargo. He was on the Sopranos. Uh, he played the child molester on um Con Air. Mm -hmm. uh, y'all seen a bunch of different stuff, but somebody asked him, like, would he ever get his teeth fixed? And he was like, nah, like my teeth got me where I am today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, one thing you said, but one thing, one thing I definitely agree with is that when you talk about how people gotta be themselves, and I think that <clears throat> there's this quote that says like you got to be yourself because everybody else is taken right and it'd be Ooh, these things like it'd be these things where like people like something about i heard kim kardashian did this cover after she broke up with kanye it was like an impersonation of this movie of something like it was impersonation of scenes from moving so she's a blonde and she's like skinnier they're like look at her changing her whole like format now that she's not looking for black dudes no more or whatever look mm -hmm. at her going back to whatever it was that she was before this thing and i heard other complaints there were other criticisms of like people they people were saying that the way her body was that black body that she had wasn't accepted by people until she did it and in my mind i'm like as true as that may be it could also be true that you didn't accept yourself until right. you saw her doing it i think that's a thing of people where it's like whatever you got if that's what you rocking don't wait for nobody else to say what you're doing is cool. That's yeah. the problem. You waiting for the wrong people to say what you're doing is cool. Listen, I'll tell y'all a quick little story uh, about 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 Del Time. Uh, as long as I've known about Del Time, he's done a lot of different things. He's been ahead of trends before the people. He's not really a copycat, if you will. He's not one of those people that I would say does that thing. He's very authentic in that way. One time, one time. A woman that he was dealing with told him, hey, you know what you should do? You should get a mohawk fade. That shit will look dope on you. And you, Dale was like, no, nah, I don't really know about all that. I know it will look cool, but I don't really know if that's the wave. Like, I'm not sure how I would do it. I'm not. She was like, nah, you should do this shit. This should look cool. You should do it. And then Dale didn't do it. And then three months later, Diddy was running a marathon in New York with this dope ass faded mohawk. And yeah. for like the next, I don't know, 70 years, every black dude had a faded mohawk, in, including me. And me right. and Dale always talk about that shit like, damn, I could have been the first nigga in California <laughs> with the faded mohawk. You know what I mean? And right. even I was dating a girl once who bought me some, um, she bought me these weird boots or whatever. When I was growing up, she bought me these weird boots. Like, these are, this is what people are wearing now. Uh, these are Chelsea boots. And I was like, what am I supposed to do with these? I like, just wear them. These are the new boots. This is the wave. And I was like, all right. So I started wearing these Chelsea boots. This is like 2000, maybe like 2015. Bro, when I was working, when I was working in, uh, when I was working at the dive bar, the, mer the mermaid bar in, uh, in Sacramento, suddenly 2017, everybody got on Chelsea boots. Yep. And I didn't want to wear them at first. Like, no, these are cool. They slide on. These are cool. And to this day, niggas still wearing Chelsea boots. Think that shit is cool. I got some still, but I'm a pioneer. But yeah. I didn't want to wear them at first. I was like, no, nah, they look funny. Like, ain't really nothing. I don't know if this is. I don't know if this is the way for me, boo. Like, trust me. Like, is, trust me. This is gonna be the the look. So all, all pioneers got the brown ones. Yeah, they're straight up, straight <laughs> up. Yeah, man, for real. So it's like it's one of those things where it's one of those things where you don't want to do something because you think it's corny, and then when somebody else do it, you'd be like, 
bro, that shit, that's all you got to do? I was going to do that. Yeah, you was. Right. You was, but nigga, right. you didn't. So yeah. that's the point I like about what you're saying. Like, you so worried about, like, trying to be like somebody else. Like, what about what you have to the table? Add to the table. Okay. Add to the picnic. Like, I'm not saying you can't be inspired by anybody, but if you're looking at, if you don't appreciate yourself, trying to be like somebody else ain't going to make you appreciate yourself anymore right. because you still ain't yourself. Feel me? Listen, I have an interview of the week for y'all to listen to. This is a very solid and succinct, very brief interview between Shannon Sharp and Ocho Cinco. It's yeah. only about 10 minutes, but Ocho Cinco talks about how frugal he was, like when he was in the league. And he talks about how he spends money now and just gives out some really, some genuinely great game if you do enjoy the snippet of the interview i do recommend listening to the whole thing the shannon sharp um interview series is pretty good i haven't watched the whole thing but it's making me want to watch the whole thing because i only saw the one i only saw the one uh the one video it's called chad johnson save 83 percent of his salary by flying spirit um, <laughs> it, it's uh it's nine minutes and 49 seconds a link could be in the bio either way all you gotta do all y'all gotta do is type in shannon Chad, I'm sorry, type in Shannon, Ocho Cinco Spirit in YouTube, but do the algorithm thing. You know what I mean? Right. So that's the interview of the week. I hope that y'all enjoy that. Listen, yeah. per usual, y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but y'all here with us, and we appreciate that. Hey, man. And if you made it this far right now, make sure you go ahead, hit that like button. Make sure you hit that bell so you can stay notified of any new videos that we drive. And if you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe. And until next time, man, just know we here at the Dylan Ryan Report really, 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 really. Fuck with you.